Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited. Their championship pedigree is uh, in the classroom of the Brownstown St. John campus. Their champions dot boardrooms of major corporations and philanthropic organizations across these United States and beyond. As for the present student cohorts, they have their hands on the technology that's helping to transform work and play. The New York, York Castle High School Alumni Association is the focus of this edition of Impacting Jamaica, Boosting a Nation, a podcast presentation. Milton Brady is Managing Director of the York Castle Foundation. Erwin Clare Sr who really needs no introduction, is a trustee of the York Castle Alumni Association, New York chapter, among other things. And Dwight Clark is the president of the York Castle High School Alumni Association, New York chapter. Gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome you to this platform to share with us and to share with a wider audience just exactly what is happening at school in Brownstown and how the Alumni Association is, is helping to, to create that medium of change and opportunities. Welcome. Thank you. Good evening. Okay. And uh, thanks for having us, uh, Aubrey. Um, I, I'd like, to, if I may start by just putting a fact out there that many people don't know is that York Castle High School is approaching 150 years old. It was established in 1875 in a very rural community of York Castle, St. Anne, by, by the Methodist Church. And uh, so over the last 140 plus years has contributed significantly to the development of Jamaica. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, in its first 20 years of existence, uh, York Castle produced eight, eight of the 17 Jamaica scholars. So we have a storied history. <laughs> there is indeed a unique story to tell. Um, one that of course involves the York Castle High School as a community-based educational endeavor. And that story, it, it, we will hear from mm -hmm. you gentlemen in, the, in, the, in this uh, edition of the podcast, of course. Yes, and if I may just continue with this piece too, that is one of the things that differentiate your castle. Um, it's the community that we serve. We are embedded in the community and historically, geographically, uh, and every way. So Brownstown, as you know, it is a center of education for North Central Jamaica. And that's where 
York Castle is located. We serve not just St. Anne, but Farendon, St. Mary, and Trelawney students. So we have a wide uh, reach. Um, for a long time, York Castle was also the only school for boys in that area, which meant that we you know, filled a special need. Uh, as you know, that area is a predominantly agricultural community. It's hardworking people, modest means. And for us, education was the way forward. So every, it's not something you have to put in people's head. Everyone understands that from they are in primary school. And um, again, because it's an agricultural area with people of modest means, we have learned to be resourceful. We don't have big donors, mm -hmm. but we get big things done right. because we collaborate. So community is big for us, uh, not only the students coming in. Our focus is heavily on the feeder schools because the better prepared the students that come to your castle, the better the chances for them getting a quality education. And then if we flip the coin, um, the business community, they need people. They need workers, capable workers. So the focus is not just academics. It's about preparing students for the next stage of their life, whether that's in a tertiary institution or whether it's a certification and a skill to enter the workforce. So these are the things that have defined um, your castle, who we are, why we are, and how we work. I might ask my colleagues, Erwin, to chip in. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, well the, 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 the whole idea about relevance yes. and, and responding to the needs of society, uh, which, is, which, which bears out our responsibility. Uh, we, are, we are privileged to have at the helm leadership that thinks as if there is no box. In other words, leadership that recognizes their responsibility and realize that they're not just leadership for the school, but how we lead represents what the school is all about. And that is you know, creating a better space for Jamaicans and friends of Jamaica to raise families and to live good lives. And so we prepare students for the global space because as Milton indicated, largely based in an agricultural environment, but recognizing too that the, the number one, uh, won't say no, uh, generator of jobs in Jamaica, the tourism industry center and finds itself too, also not necessarily in the middle of it, but close to the, to the center of the deliverability of the tourism product. Uh, with that as well, we recognize too that the importance that the world has now um, reached to has to do with how we provide services, you know? And, and so we look at those environments, whether it be in technology, whether it be in the skill sets that are necessary to take us to the next, gener to the next level, we have situations where, although we may have three men on this podcast here this evening, <laughs> we do have young ladies at your castle. And, and, and for that matter, manner speaking, we recent, recently launched a project which 
which I believe in the genesis will provide significant um, outreach to how we move to the next level. And that is, for example, we now have, we now have young myths involved in the whole automotive industry, being technicians, many uh, mechanical technicians, you want to call him, you know, because no longer, as we usually say, Aubrey, that it's a, it's, it's a job for someone who goes home with grease all over their faces. It's how we apply technology to the services going forth. And, 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 and I know that present, Dwight Clark will, will share with you the forays that we've made um, as a result of partnerships with our huge partners as relates to robotics and other situations of the sort. So we're, 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 we still continue to be at the cutting edge, meaning that we trailblaze. You know, we, we do not wait for things to happen. Right. We engender right. them along. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and of course, one of the, 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 the more important deliverable there is that a quality secondary education, you know. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And I just, I just add to that too, that, that your castle is itself not a school, it's a community and, and has that as its mandate. We, we also are very much involved in realizing that the, the, the education of your castle is not just within its walls, but also how we um, accord and assist other institutions. One in particular, a new high school in Discovery Bay. Um, as a result of the type of leadership that we possess at York Castle, that school was 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 established with mm -hmm. the with the type of counseling and 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 support out of York Castle. You know, and 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 as Milton mentioned just now, how we 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 address and deal with our feeder schools. It also says how we work with other institutions, whether it be the other collaborating high schools, whether it be Saint Saint Hilda's, whether it be Westwood, Ferncourt, Marcus Garvey High. Brownstone High, and I could go on and on how we play a role in all of those institutions. It's not just about us being the number one, but many a times it's about not having, as I said to Milton recently, it's not about <laughs> the occupation and consumption of the whole pie. It's how you share the pie to ensure yes. that the whole process goes forward as a, as a, as a, a complement of what we are. And that's who we are. We are community. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and it is interesting to Erwin that the the education component now, the deliverable uh, um, aspect of it as it relates to uh, Jamaica, let's say, has to have some bearing on the next, what, 15, 20 years as it relates to that foreseeable, uh, sustainable environment with which we strive for? Indeed, and, and, and as we look for that, we also have to recognize that we have to deliver now. You know, there's also that aspect of the delivery no, and the delivery no is to demonstrate to our student population that that the things that they're involved in, how it resonates and how it how it presents them and positions them to be successful. Because as you all know, winning begats winning. So we project, <laughs> but we also have to satisfy the no, and that's where. As, uh, uh, alumni associations and, and partners with our, with our alumni association groups in Jamaica, in Florida and New York, they provide those type of, the, 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 the collateral or the, the resources to make the know for the future. And more and more, and more uh, yes, and more and more the, the global, should I say, environment is, is dictating, you know, how relevant 
alumni associations are in the in in the mix or in in the in the scheme of things. Yes, yes. and uh, yes. I would underline here that um, Yuja and that uh, community is something that we leverage, and Dwight is very much involved in that association, uh, and um, it, it's giving us uh, more leverage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dwight, I know you wanted to, to make a point here. Uh, so I, I, I just want to expand on what both Milton and Erwin mentioned earlier. And thank you for, for, for this, Aubrey. So there are two things that I want to expand about your castle. It's a vision. It's a student-centered, empowering performance-driven an holistic learning experience that appears leaders an increasingly complex world and global society. And our mission is to create a community, again, we stress on this community, of empowered learners in an atmosphere of mutual respect and trust, where students are inspired and challenge holistically to learn, grow, and accomplish academic, social, and vocational goals. So that's what whole premise is all about. Um, so I'm just expanding on your castle mission and vision. Thank, 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 thank you, Dwight. Uh, gentlemen, we're coming up on the break. But um, th there is, there is uh, much to do about 150 years because I know hidden in that, in, 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 in those uh, uh, years are some bright spots that have emerged uh, on the hill from your castle. Who, 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 wants, who wants to take that on? Um, maybe I can start and then Erwin can uh, continue because we are, as such, the older heads. Um, <laughs> I, I won't date myself, but <laughs> very well, very well. Interest, I will though. Interestingly, this is my 50th anniversary of my graduation. So I've been around the block a couple of times and mm. I've had the unique opportunity to be part of all three alumni associations, New York first, then Jamaica, and then Florida. So I have a good sense of what happened throughout the organization. And one of the things that I have seen is that individually, we accomplished some big things um, in the various projects that we have done. But the underlying lesson that I've learned out of it is that if we collaborate and if we pool our resources, we can do much bigger things. And so part of the process that we're, processes that we're putting in place today mm -hmm. is to create an environment for collaboration where we can share knowledge, resources for the benefit because at the school, because at the end of the day, that's the, the ultimate goal. So we're closely tied uh, to a Florida chapter and to the Jamaica chapter. Um, we have a memorandum of understanding uh, which outlines, you know, the priorities and how we work together and how we 
resolve issues. Mm. And uh, we think this will lay the foundation for much smoother collaboration going forward. And as we take on bigger challenges, because we, we want to up the ante, as you said, the demands are greater and therefore we are gonna have to deliver more. So we're upping our game to be able to deliver for the future. Impacting Jamaica, boosting a nation, our podcast series. On this edition, we're talking with members of the York Castle Alumni Association, New York chapter, Milton Brady, Managing Director of the York Castle Foundation, Erwin Clare Sr., Trustee of the York Castle Alumni Association, New York chapter, and the President of the chapter, Dwight Clark. When we come back in a moment, we'll hear from the gentleman as we continue our conversation, looking at just how the association has impacted the livelihood, the education, the delivery of education on campus there in Brownstown. I'm Aubrey Campbell. When we come back, we have more on the conversation with members of the York Castle Alumni Association, New York chapter. This is Impacting Jamaica boosting a nation. We'll be right back. A toast only works if it's shared with others, even when we're miles apart. So let's cheer each other on. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facilities maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Welcome back to our conversation with members of the York Castle High School Alumni Association, New York chapter, Milton Brady, Erwin Clare Sr., Dwight Clark. We're talking about the impact of the alumni association on the delivery of education to the present students at uh, York Castle and beyond the campus into a community that is so much integrated into the affairs of the school. Uh, gentlemen, welcome back to the conversation. Now, you know, earlier we heard about the, the community approach, the delivery of education, the need for sustainability in what happens because at the end of the day, the school has the ability to, to equip and to educate our youngsters going into the wider world. And given the, the, the strategic location of the school to, to say the hub of the, the, the hospitality industry, it, it makes good sense that there is some synergy in, what the, in how the school uh, prepare the young minds going forward. Um, I, I know, for example, we heard earlier about the automobile technology and uh, other areas that are of interest now to the present students. Gentlemen, share. Sure. Yeah, I, I just want to 
continue on uh, some points Milton was making as well. Yeah. Um, as it relates to some of the high points and and how how one plans for the future whilst delivering in the present. And one of the big projects and and kudos go to the alumni associations because you know you have various chapters that will carve out their niche. Like this whole automotive situation, a project has to do with the interest coming out of Florida. But one of the foundation situations that took place at York Castle as it relates to energy, energy is a significant um, balance sheet expense in any organization, and especially in Jamaica where we are energy challenged. And, and York Castle invested in a solar plant. So basically the school is technically off the grid. Wow. That allows for it to expound expand mm. on projects that has energy energy requirements or significant energy loads but it also frees up expense uh, opportunities on the balance sheet for other investment in other areas sure. no no those situation comes about by how leadership manages an institution with the support of alumni association and kudos go to the new york chapter from making that happen. Milton spoke about the fact that we may not have significant individual donors to do big things, but we have, we have a large base of, of workers, I call them now, and stakeholders that when, when, when we work in a collective sense, we create big ordeals and we, we do big things to ensure that the school benefits. So, so in this whole paradigm where, where schools now are technically have to be run like businesses where principals are now CEOs. We have a good CEO and we have a good staff complement. Alumni associations recognize now it's not just about you sending monies down for a school feeding program, which is very important, but also how do we invest in the capacity building process that engenders what we call sustainability. You know, it's no longer just giving the fish to be consumed, but giving the boats and the fishing line to fish and create industries. Because that's the only way we can be sustainable. And at the same time, demonstrating to the school population, the opportunities that are created from these types of industries, because that's important. That is life. That's about the fundamentals of what I call the no deliverables, Mm -hmm. you know, for the futuristic gains. And one of the the more important considerations, Erwin, within the last, gentlemen, within the last um, 18 months has to be the, the, the global health crisis, which has significantly impacted the delivery of a quality education across, across the spectrum. How was that? Yes, and, it, how, how, right, and this, is where, um, and this Dwight, is where Dwight comes in now. But before yes. Dwight comes in now, and that's where the planning aspect comes in, because now you'll understand how, how capacities were built for the school to manage its affairs during this challenges. And this is where alumni association comes in. So, so Aubrey, this is where the collaborative force came together to address this problem. Mm -hmm. So last year we had a virtual party, you know, with the Jamaica chapter, New York chapter, and also the Florida chapter. We all come together Mm -hmm. to have this virtual party. And Hmm. based on that virtual party, we were able to purchase 150 tablets 
Wow. And most of it um, went through the UJA program, you yeah. know, going through the NET. And from this whole collaborative force, right. we were able to distribute to 17 feeder schools. Wow. Again, we're talking about the community. Mm -hmm. 17 feeder schools receive computers and also the high school we were able to distribute especially to the six farmers who were preparing for the cape and yeah. also for exam, external external, external mm -hmm. exit exam yeah mm -hmm. yeah and you know one of the things that we should be mindful is it, it was not you see the success of us coming out of our doing i should say yeah and we have had success our principal has indicated that that they saw improved scores in many subject areas, yes. even in this virtual space. Yes. But understand, yeah. understand the fundamentals of this because we were, we were ahead of the curve because mm -hmm. we do have significant um, lab spaces. We do have significant, we have exposed our children to a lot of the, the computerized programs already. So, yeah. so, so the transition to the virtual space they were more prepared for that. The teachers were more prepared for that. The infrastructure was there. So when, when Dwight, through his endeavors with the, the chapters and friends of your castle, yes. were able to do that feat as it relates to the tablets, that was just the icing on the cake because the fundamentals were already in place. Because so as a result- fundamental as a result, the cake. Yes, part yes, of the yes. cake was also from New York. But exactly. Subscribing the Zoom platform uh, exactly. for virtual school. Exactly. And, and, and that, whilst right? that, yes, and hold on. And whilst that was going on too, the involvement of the PTA, the parents, because you see, one of the things that I said, winning begats winning, the involvement <laughs> of alumni association, I think, have jump-started the interest of parent teachers into this whole situation. Yes. So, so one of the things what the alumni association did was to provide a Zoom platform to the mm. school, wow. which could host a thousand a, a, a thousand um, occupants. Mm. And based on this, the school was able to have their general assembly. We also even lend our Zoom platform to various feeder schools to host their graduation. Understand wow. that, wow. right? And even to the regional office of the Ministry of Education, use that platform to get their message out to various schools within the region. So that's yeah. how powerful the Alumni Association was able to provide these necessities to the school and to the wider community, so to speak. Real, real impact. And that's a great impact, right? So that, that demonstrates the connection again, back to community. Uh, we only succeed when the entire community succeeds. And, and I think, um, we are at a unique point right now, Aubrey, uh, an inflection point. And, um, you know, we have seen that in order to make big improvements, we have to collaborate. We can do things by ourselves, but we can do more together. And one of the things, one of the um, learnings we, we got from a project which we did several years ago, yes. hire a bus for the school. Yeah, the, the cost of it was not much for any one of the stakeholders. So fortunately, at that time, I was part of an organization that had a foundation and I was able to 
get them to donate a half of the cost of the bus. The bus. And then we reached out to the alumni associations, to the PTA, to the school and said, okay, we will match every dollar that mm. you can raise up to a half. So we'll cover half of the bus. And the response was just phenomenal. We were able to get a school bus and it was sorely needed because students were missing out on cultural, cultural and sports in activities because they didn't have transportation. The less after that project, the thought in the back of our minds is that we need to create something permanent to have that collaboration. And um, we approached the uh, administration of the school, the chairman of the board, and he was ecstatic. Mm. We said, we want to establish a foundation, a permanent uh, structure so we can do big things. And um, because a while, you know, these things, especially in a COVID environment, yeah. but we finally have the York Castle Foundation established and we will be launching in a couple of months. But it's the same approach again. It's mm -hmm. joint ownership with the church, the schools, the alumni associations, PTA, and even the students. We will have student members because right. we want them to get involved in learning how an organization operates. Yeah. And we see that as a way to um, create a pipeline into the alumni association. So um, as you know, also the government has the 2030 Jamaica uh, vision with a, a, a base, a long-term plan. We have the educational uh, system transformation program, which has highlighted some priorities. And we and the school itself has prepared an improvement plan based on all of those things. Mm -hmm. So now we have, like Erwin said, a business plan in place, just like running a business yes, yes, with a CEO yes. and a board. Mm. We know now who will be doing what, and we can see how all of these things hang together. And because this charity is registered under the Companies Act and the Charities Act, it provides the governance, the transparency, the accountability, and then is this vehicle for collaboration. So we're very excited at this mm. point because we are now in, we ha now have the tools to do even bigger things. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Dwight? Yes. So w one of the things I want to highlight here, Aubrey, is about the robotics because, you know, Erwin spoke about it earlier. Yes. So, I mean, being part of UJA, you know, UJA who fund that um, old robotics um, program in Jamaica, the FTC, right? right? And by joining UJA, I was able to, to get involved in robotics. So what the Alumni Association did was to purchase a kit. And I, I tell you, this story is, is so real. That morning when Erwin delivered that kit at the school, and I think it was probably the first time a lot of students probably heard about robotics. Mm -hmm. But what it did was to form a club and the students were able to put together this robot and went to Kingston in that competition and York Castle was the champions alliance for that year. And we have to thank Jamaica College too 
because they help us along the way. But think about the impact, what, what this did. Mm. Number one, not only because we became champions, but we had two students who were selected to be part of the national team. And one of them was the, was the, was the co-captain of that. So this is the impact what we did. Mm. And then coach just told me recently that a lot of students select your castle high school because of the robotic program what they have at the school right now. Ah. Right? I know, I know, I know, I know, Aubrey. We, yes. we must also say that this whole project took place between six and eight months. All right, from delivery <laughs> to where we were. So, so, so it, it tells you again that with the finesse and the collaboration that Alumni Association here makes through its the umbrella group, Yuja, um, that, that good things have come out. You know, and, and you know the genesis of Yuja, the umbrella group for Alumni Associations. This is one of the benefit, benefits of partnerships. So although back in the day, CC from St. James used to beat up on your casting football, we don't form alliances. We, we don't form alliances with Jamaica College, King of the Hill. And we beat them too at robotics. So, <laughs> and it's, okay. so, so, so what we're saying here is that where there is a deficiency in one side, it has given us impetus in others. But it's it's part of the collective spirit, mm -hmm. and and it has caused now your castle to be one of the schools that many students look forward to to doing their six forms, six mm -hmm. form studies. So you know, so there are benefits there, and 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 again, it is all part of the the movement towards ensuring that our young people are equipped for today's society yes. and also being able to be creative in providing for sustainability for the future. Of course, um, 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 riding on the, the well-known adage where that many hands make work light. Yes, Absolutely. yes, yes, yes. In the yes, in the collaboration of yeah, yes. Yes. Indeed, indeed, yes. indeed, indeed. And and recognizing and rec yes. and also recognizing Aubrey that you know we don't have to keep recreating stuff, but to build on what we have created and to ensure that you know, you know, you know, we don't continue doing the same things over and over again. We move on because these are plateaus on which to build on. Mm -hmm. well, what is the the present uh complement of students? It, it's it's co-educational, right? Yes, it's co-educational, about 70% boys, about 30% girls. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is that, as I mentioned, there, is a, there are many girls' schools in the area, yes. and there's yes. Westwood uh, and, and the convent and so forth. But uh, for a long time, York Castle, York Castle was the only boys' school. So yes. in order to give uh, the boys a fair uh, you know, shot, they had to have that split. So the student body is about 1,200. Oh. Uh, when I left, it was around um, 200 or so. Now it's 1,200. <laughs> it has grown exponentially. exponentially. And um, yeah. most of that under the leadership of Raymond Treasure, the current mm -hmm. principal. Uh, he's a true visionary. And he has brought together all of the different stakeholders and created a plan which everyone was adopted 
as the roadmap to go forward. So it just shows you what visionary leadership can do, bring resources together to do big things. Yes, and, and, and it's important to note here that we, you know, we're, we're also cognizant of, of today's, today's happenings and trending. So uh, the, the, the board and the foundation will have no interest in our principal being seconded to any government ministries. In other words... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Because I, I do know that there is, there is a, a great interest in creating uh, uh, the, 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 the kind of cohorts uh, where the principals no are no just longer e educational based, but they are and Raymond was, Raymond was, was part of that 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 executive group of principals, I should say yeah. group of principals that right, went right. through that whole executive training. Yes, yes. You know, so so he does come with significant pedigree. And 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 so you know we're very grateful for him. And 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 that is why too as we work as a as a as a group, it's yes. not just about how we impact the students' lives. We are also cognizant of the teachers because without the teachers, the, the results that we are now experiencing would not be there, you know? So we are cognizant of that and within our plans going forth and even present, we do take that as part of a very important aspect of our existence. Gentlemen, in the last minute that we have, what of membership and um, and uh, uh, contacts and, and outreach with your organization? How how, how does a past student network into what, what, what's currently uh, there? We have a website where anyone could join and register at our website. It is yourcastlealumni.org. No. or they could reach us at two numbers. The office number is 516-640-4613, or they could contact me, which is 516-451-4657. Currently, we have approximately 120 members. Wow. And, and that's in the New York chapter. That's just big. the New York chapter. Big. Big. All right. And, and, and one of the things, Aubrey, before we go, is that uh, we do pride ourselves on, on, on the type of leadership and membership that is reflective of many ages. So, you know, we're not just, you know, we're not just folks, you know, waiting to end the departure lounge, but we do have folks who are not even at the airport. Yes, you know, yes, and uh, yes. and that's, and, and that's you know, it's funny you mentioned that earlier. That's very important. <laughs> that's exactly the, the board and the leadership of the foundation. We have board members from literally, literally every decade, and some of our members are recent graduates. And we have students who will be uh, doing uh, internships within the foundation. So. We cover the whole gamut because the whole idea is to, yes. is to win them. Yes, succession leadership. I was just going to say, Erwin, that creates for, that makes for great a succession down the road. Yes. Absolutely. Indeed, indeed, yes. indeed, yes. indeed, yes. indeed, indeed. Gentlemen. It's not going to be it, here much longer, so it's <laughs> Gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Milton Brady, Managing Director, York Castle Foundation. Erwin Clare, Senior. Trustee, your Castle Alumni Association, New York chapter, among other things, and Dwight Clark, president of your Castle Alumni Association.
talking to us on today's edition of the podcast about the impact of the York Castle Alumni Association on the present student cohorts there and moving along, moving them along to become what will be good, productive students and members of society down the road in the very near future. It was another presentation of Impacting Jamaica, Boosting the Nation, and Aubrey Campbell. Good afternoon. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.